Hey, hello, welcome to the show. It is show and tell, but surprise, I'm not Lamore. It's me, JP. I'm guest hosting tonight because uh, Phil and Lamore had some stuff to attend to, but you will uh, be able to see them a little later on Ask an Engineer after this show. So uh, why don't you sit back, relax, and enjoy checking out some projects that people are working on. We have a few people from Adafruit who are going to be showing some stuff they are working on. And if you, a community member, want to come on and show or tell or show and tell, uh, please do. If you want to find how to do that, just head on over to our blog. You will find a blog post with a link or go over to our Discord, which is at adafruit.it slash Discord. Look for the live broadcast chat channel. Uh, and I've dropped a link in there as well so that you can jump in uh, through your browser. You just need a webcam and a mic connected, and you can join in our StreamYard uh, stream and, and uh, show us what you're up to. So uh, let's see. Let's get this thing underway. First off, we have maker Melissa. I'm going to bring on here. If you are ready, here we go. Hey, Melissa. Hi, I am ready. All right. Excellent. So what are you up to? Well, I have this uh, PowerBook 180 that I went ahead. I actually took two broken PowerBook 180s and combined them together. Uh, one had like no working screen, the other had no working keyboard and trackball. Uh, so now I got a working one. And a uh, cool thing about this particular one is I can actually unplug it and it is running on battery here because it actually has like a little aftermarket battery hooked in here. Um, and oh, nice. so it's just fine. Yeah. So were you able to, uh, you said you combined which parts from two to Frankenstein together one working machine? Um, I combined, well, uh, this, the, uh, display from one mm -hmm. and then the, uh, keyboard and trackball from another. Uh-huh. And how was, uh, I'm guessing you've probably taken apart and put batteries and logic boards in modern uh max which take about 907 screws what was the uh how friendly was that for for tinkering around and and uh, plugging stuff in uh i think it had like maybe eight screws or something like that, wow. that i had to take out times have changed and probably like ribbon connectors for the display and, and keyboard things like that that make yeah it there was a lot of boards that were like socketed into another and then another one socketed into that yeah. one yeah. Oh, that's really cool. So uh, what uh, OS can you run on that? How late of, uh, was that like a system oh. seven kind of machine? Um, I think this one, let's see. I can't remember what I have on here. Uh, this one's running system uh, 7.1.1. Uh -huh. I don't remember the latest uh, on this, but I might go up to like system 7.4 uh, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, connectivity-wise, what can it? Does it have like a token ring plug or a what? What can an Ethernet? Can um, actually, this one has um, just a modem on it, but uh, I actually have a Blue SCSI installed on here with a ESP chip, uh, so it could it's theoretically able to connect to Wi-Fi, but I haven't set it up yet. Oh wow. That is cool. What a neat, uh, what a fun retro project. Can you give us another shot of the screen here? This, 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 yeah. So you see your glory. Look at that. That's a beauty. <laughs> and what year was that one? Do you know when those? Uh... Uh, I can't remember the exact year, but it was early 90s, I believe. Yeah, it feels like a 
It's like maybe, a, maybe mid nineties. Yeah, ninety ninety four somewhere in that. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for showing that. That's a blast from the past. Really cool <laughs> to see. Uh, and I think those had those could do some big docks, right? There were some big hulking docks that you could jam them into with like a monitor and keyboard mouse kind of thing. I actually haven't looked into that. Um, oh, look, look and see if there were docks. I feel like maybe there were for. for it's possible. Yeah. yeah, I don't have one, but yeah. yeah. All right. Next quest. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Melissa. We'll see you next time. Okay. Thanks. All right. Uh, really cool stuff. Uh, next up, we've got Pedro. Hey, Pedro. Hey, John. Where am I? There I am. Man, there that, what a retro throwback. Oh, my yeah. God. Jeez. <laughs> the trackball. Right. right. So I'm here to show off the uh, three printed cases for the Memento. Oh, nice. And the came up with this super cute little key so cat cute. inspired design. So it's compatible with the lanyards that we have. That's what the ears are for. And then if you want to hook this up to a tripod, uh, we have uh, the ability to put in our 3 8 by quarter 20 little threads in there. That's great. Really good. Then I came up with a little bear design type one mm -hmm. with like a bigger shutter. So like easier for like the kids to push. Um, and then oh, one thing I forgot to talk about was I had the little ring on here so you can have the magnetic um, like fisheye lenses or this one's a polarizer. Nice. So definitely start adding stuff like that on there. And of course, all the usual snap fit. Um, I think this one just requires uh, the uh, the tripod part. If you don't want it on there, you can attach it with uh, machine screws. And then uh, doing it up with the uh, translucent, translucent filament. So we have this one, just regular PLA and then the uh, PET G one so you can yeah. Like, see all the cool stuff on the back there. That's cool. But the thing that I want to show off is, oh, did it go away? Oh, there's my screen. All of the pictures that I captured with it. Because, um, you know, what good is a camera project? You can't show off what it can actually do. So it's a five megapixel one. Um, did a couple experiments. I'm just shooting right into the sun for this one and see what the lens flare looked like. And it looks pretty good. Kind of nice, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, handed it off to the kids and took like a you know, little simple one here. So autofocus is really good. Um, uh, Jeff implemented, uh, you like hold down and uh, the shutter, it'll like autofocus on, I think it's a center point is where the focus point is for that. And I was trying like some low light stuff. So like in Tomorrowland where there's like a little shade, mm -hmm. I wanted to see like how the ISO would uh, generate like some noise. You can see a little bit yeah. of noise generated here. And then for fast shutter, uh, some, Snoke. Oh. We don't have snow in Florida, so it's you your own. that fake snoke. <laughs> so cleaning the 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 um the yard here with a bunch of snow falling, but I think it's <laughs> I don't know, maybe one or twenty over a thousand or something like that. The um the shutter speed on it. Uh -huh. um, I don't know, is there a way to see what the settings the camera snap? Uh on? it will if you look in the REPL when you boot it, it, ah, it okay. does give a ton of info and that may be in there. Um but the ESP, yeah, it's worth looking at the ESP cam, which is what the library is based on to see um, if you can query and if you can set. Yeah, that's a good uh, question. Okay. And just more focusing stuff. Again, fake snow. <laughs> and then just shooting into like, you know, where the multiple exposure or like different exposures where it's like dark and light and seeing how stuff comes up with that. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, your sky photo. Um, nice. How does that look? Uh, more dark stuff like, you know, trying to see what the noise level would generate with the, the ISO being so high. 
And are you using the stock lens or did you try any of these with that? No, uh, this was, yeah, I wanted to make sure it was all like what the camera module was yeah. picking up. So I didn't use any of that. I think the only filter I think that uh, my son used was that. Ah, that's <laughs> nice. <color> <laughs> so it was a nice yeah. little angle of his point of view. How fun. Uh, just more like dark ones to see different levels of the, uh, with different exposures out, how that comes out. But yeah, it works really Good. Um, none of these were like stuck in um, for processing, like in your phone. But when you do do that, holy crap! The the quality, like, just bump up, like the the um, the shadows, the contrast, and a little bit of sharpening, a little bit of detail, and wow, it looks phenomenal. Oh, um, that's I great. Should have saved one out from here, but I did not. But it looks so good. Uh, huh. And you're shooting these at the the highest uh, quality. Actually, no. Um, when I shot all these, I still had just the uh, the Arduino uh, one. So okay. I think this is like 1600 by 12. Oh, okay. yeah. So it's not even the highest quality and it looks so freaking good. So I am super impressed with fun. Uh, yeah. So definitely check it out if you want to experiment. Uh, you're coming out with a bunch of more projects. Uh, Jeff's still working on really cool stuff too. So wow. I am uh, super pumped to get like, I don't know, getting the trigger to go by like sound or by motion. Like, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Kind of the interesting thing it's is, be so is cool. adding your own spin on how it works. So. Exactly, yeah. So more to come. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing and for sharing the cases. Those look great. Yeah, yeah. Grab them. They're ready. <laughs> Take care. Thanks. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have uh, got speaking of Jeplers. There's one. Hi. Are we going to wax nostalgic about HyperCard? Because I'd love to talk about some classic HyperCard. <laughs> I used to have this great HyperCard deck for like D&D character sheets. Oh, and it is gone. Those floppies, I have no idea yeah. where they are. But uh, yeah. that was the sort of thing I did back in the day. Back on, a, on that Gosh. era of Mac. <laughs> yeah, so um, I brought a little live demo tonight. Um, I've got a Memento camera. Whoops. Down here oh. on the... <laughs> Right. down here on the down camera and I'm showing off some like kind of real-time bitmap effects. So it's cycling through a number of different effects that I've coded up. Um, so we've got blur and sharpen, which are uh, effects that kind of look at adjacent pixels in the image and do mathematics on them. Um, and then the rest are working like with individual pixel values and multiplying them or adding them together. So we can do effects like negative or adjust the brightness, uh, lower the contrast, um, these are just some some filters that I you know came up with based on two building blocks that are in an open pull request. Uh, so morph is the one that operates on regions of pixels and does math, and mix is the one that you can add channels together or subtract channels and multiply channels. So uh, yeah, it's pretty fast once you like code the the low level stuff in C. Mm -hmm. I forget if I actually showed this last week, but I did a version of this uh, based on Microlab. And unfortunately, it was running like one second to do one of these effects. And now it's running 100 times faster. So wow. uh, it was a little disappointing that Microlab didn't bring more performance. But this is this is the direction we're going to go. And so I'm going to continue with this, yeah. add some more effects. And That's great. So, so to yeah. be clear about what you're doing, you're displaying one image. And then this is right. real-time uh, effect processing mm -hmm. that you're kind of sliding yes. through here. So yeah, I loaded one JPEG of a photo that I previously took scaled down to screen size. And then each time it's working on that screen size image and transforming it into some other image. And that 
the amount of time it takes to do that step is the time it reports. Mm -hmm. And then it blitz it out to the um, display. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, if you're interested in this kind of thing, you can drop by the pull request. I will put the pull request in, um, a link to the pull request in our Discord. Uh, so you can check that out. Um, but yeah, we will be putting this into the next alpha version probably when it comes out. And this is great. Yeah, it's really helpful. Uh, I know I was I was looking up uh, someone had a nice interactive um, convolution kernel web page where you could just type in oh, like neat. three by three or the six by six. Yeah, you should send me a link to that. I will. Cool. Uh, and I think they were the one making the comment that if you look at pretty much all of the original classic Photoshop filters, they're just all built on mm -hmm. that. Like every yeah. kind of that's in there, every kind of sharpen that's in there, unsharp mask, they're all just variations on what set of numbers you throw into the convolution uh, kernel, mm -hmm. which is wild. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just numbers, right? It's like the the matrix. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, also, I want to say those those photos that uh, Pedro was showing are awesome. I live in Nebraska. So, you know, you go outside and A, you don't want to be there because it's like <laughs> 20 degrees Fahrenheit and, and B, it's just snow. Um, <laughs> so there's not beautiful green things. There's not tourists yeah. doing stuff and not having fun. There's no uh -huh. Disney World here. <laughs> So I, I really appreciate I, getting to see those photos. Yeah, yeah, I was happy to see those. Those look uh, vibrant and colorful. And mm -hmm. yes, they <laughs> awesome. are awesome. Well, this All is right. great. Thank you for uh, for revisiting this with a, a, an eye towards speed. It'll be really nice mm -hmm. to have, have these as fast real time. Uh, yeah, effects. it's fun to get in that low levels low level uh, mode for a while. Really cool. Great. Well, thank Keep you, Jeff. Out. See you later. Bye. All right. Uh, next up, we have got Liz. Hey, Liz. Hello. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, I was out on a walk and I found a music on the side of the road. Um, what? And I had wanted one and I'd always resisted. I'd see him at Target and be like, no, control yourself. So when <laughs> it was just sitting on the side of the road, I was like, I, I have to. Meant to uh, be. So when we got home, everything was good except the battery compartment was completely corroded. It was disgusting. Um, so over break, um, I cleaned out the battery and everything. And I also printed a new battery door because what I did was I made it USB-C. Nice. And so I used um, our HUSB 238 uh, uh, breakout. Um, so it's USB-C and because it's just the four alkaline, it's just five volts. Um, and I just have the two wires that are going to the battery compartment there. And I also snipped out all the plastic because it, mm -hmm. um, it, was, it was a bad time. Um, but it fits in uh, nicely in the back there. Um, and then I also did your line out hack, uh, which you have the guide on, and I had right the on. pot. And then the other thing that I found to be a little annoying was that it didn't have an uh, indicator LED. So I added a LED right there. I'll turn it off so you can see. Um, I did a little 3D oh, printed mount. Cute. Um, yeah. So it's right there. And then it's a slow change RGB LED. Um, it's a little blown out on the camera, but yeah. And um, the way that I modeled it all up is I actually, I brought in um, the photo that you have of the back in the guide and I was able to bring it to scale. Oh, great. Um, and I was able to get kind of the shape for that. And then the other thing I did uh, was I, this is very chonky um, and I didn't want to just be like on the floor or like in the way. So I modeled a little uh, holder that press fits into this handle here. Cool. Um, and traced that out in Fusion, printed it. So now it hangs on the wall 
and next to the synths and eventually um i want to make it either midi or cv controlled um and add into my setup but for now it's just a nice art piece kind of bringing the room together yeah 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 meowsic really brings the room together that's fantastic for people who don't know uh Mm -hmm. the meowsic is not just a a friend and a companion but it is a musical instrument uh do you have it plugged in that we could hear i do let me just turn up the volume the tones let me know if you can hear it. Um... Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. And you can also do, of course, the meow. That's the stuff right there. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Now I know you have a, a some really cool guitar pedals, and and I think that's yes. one of the great reasons to have the line out is now you can send uh, your meowsic meows through crazy reverbs and shimmers and yes. echoes. Um... Very excited about that. And I didn't realize it was polyphonic either. I assumed it was monophonic. So right. Yeah. It's, is it two note? Or it's two note. Um, it's two but note. Yeah. Still, I'm like, ooh, that's yeah. nice. Which is <laughs> impressive that yeah, they, yeah. they went that far with it. Uh, very cool find. Nice hacks. I love them. Uh, a great idea to uh, to stop wasting batteries with, with adding the USB-C. I love that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And All thank right. you for your guide for the lineup. Yeah, the sure. Uh, uh, I'm so glad to see uh, see it put to use. That's really cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Liz. Right. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. All right. And uh, last up from the community, we've got Micah. Bring Micah on here. Hey, Micah. Hello. Uh, so I have a pretty quick uh, show and tell thing. So I've recently gotten into ham radio. And for those who aren't familiar, it's also known as amateur radio. It's um, just basically people buy or build really powerful or sometimes not powerful radios and use them to talk to people either in their neighborhood neighborhood or in their local cities or all around the world. Mm-hmm. So I was going to show um, my radio and my, my, my it's called a shack in the hobby. So I'm just going to share my camera. Uh, oops. Sorry, give me one moment. And it's not working. <laughs> no, no hurry. You can you can uh, troubleshoot it. Uh, worry. Okay, working it out. There we go. It's a good sound. That was. I really should have tested this. <laughs> um. All right. There we go. There we go. And now I just need to. You know, live demos. They. They always end up like this, unless unless they don't. All right. Um, all right, it's not going to work. Um, so I suppose I can try to. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. There we go. All right. Um, so there's my radio. This is an ICOM IC seventy two hundred. It's um a hundred watt output radio, which is not. The legal limit is 1,500 watts, but if you do that, then you need to have, like, a, di- a giant tower, and then you can't let anyone near it. So I'm avoiding that. <laughs> Good call. Especially because I am 16 and live with my parents, and uh, they would not appreciate having a giant tower in the backyard. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's just a... Uh, so I, this is just all the, all the stuff I've collected. So the tuner is up here, and I'm, I guess suppose what I'm sharing is that I've... I, I do have the license. Someone in chat is saying that I do, if I have license, yes, I have. I have I'm general Excellent. licensed. Excellent. And it's lot. It's lots of fun. I'd recommend that anyone who's interested in learning more about 
anything relating to radio, reach out to their local radio club and say, hey, I'd like to get into ham radio where I start. They're, they're more than happy to help. I'm, I just, uh, the local radio club in my area just installed an antenna for me and it was really awesome. Oh, that's great. So do you, um, uh, that was going to be my question, is the antenna external? Uh, yeah, the antenna's in the backyard and it's 30 feet in the air. Uh-huh. And it was, it was uh, lots of fun. Oh, that's um, great. So that was just, that was um, basically all I have to say. It's just, uh, yeah. I guess I'm more showing that I learned about ham radio in the last couple of months and it's really, really fun. And I'd recommend that anyone who's at all interested uh, look into it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. One of my good friends got into it very recently too. And, and he was telling me that one of the sort of sub hobbies within the hobby is just collecting uh, communication with people in every state. Oh yeah. There's, there's all sorts of awards you can get. Uh -huh. um, you can get awards for talking to all 50 states. You can get awards uh -huh. for talking to 100 countries, 200 countries. Oh. So fun. Oh, that's great. Oh, very exciting. Yeah. Right. Thanks. Thanks yep. for showing that, Micah, and uh, and congrats on getting your license and, and up and running with uh, with your ham shack there. Very cool. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. See you next time. See ya. All right. Uh, very cool. Well, thanks, everyone, uh, for stopping by. And if you again, if you're wondering where the chat is, uh, a lot of that is over on our Discord server. So you can go to adafru.it slash Discord and jump in there for the live broadcast chat channel to see what people are uh, chatting about. We also have some chat going on over in YouTube uh, as well, which I can see here. I'm um, just checking to see if there's any questions, but uh, someone said, nice rig. Yeah, that was a really cool looking rig, wasn't it? Uh, okay, well, that is going to do it for our show and tell. Uh, I will encourage you to go grab a snack and uh, take a break and then come right on back in about eight minutes for Ask an Engineer with Lady Ada and PT. So, uh, come by for that, and then I will see you tomorrow on my workshop show at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, for Adafruit Industries, I'm John Park. This has been Show and Tell. See you next time. Bye-bye.